didn't want to cause panic also revealed his controversial remarks got panic now and firing back kamala harris in a key battleground the catastrophic wildfires and the rising toll entire towns in the pacific northwest wiped out at least seven dead among them a one-year-old and a 13-year-old and his grandmother we're on the front lines with firefighters the alert on election interference new information on who russia china and iran are targeting and the DHS whistleblower alleging intelligence on Russia was manipulated to fit President Trump's narrative. The new warning from Dr. Anthony Fauci about this fall and winter and new signs the public is worried. The Trump administration is rushing a COVID vaccine. Dire times for restaurants and the new study, how risky is dining out? Inside the COVID quarantines at colleges where some students say they don't feel safe. And a heroic rescue, earning an Army Ranger the nation's highest military honor. This is NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. Good evening, everyone. President Trump today saying he didn't lie to us about the coronavirus threat, despite those recordings in which he admitted he intentionally downplayed information about how contagious the virus was. Tonight, he's deflecting some of the blame onto Bob Woodward, the journalist and author who made the recordings, as attention now turns to what the president said about race during their conversations. Jeff Bennett has details. Tonight, as he heads to Battleground, Michigan, where he narrowly won four years ago, President Trump still under fire for telling Bob Woodward he was publicly minimizing the coronavirus threat. I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because I don't want to create a panic. That he privately warned about. This is deadly stuff. Why did you lie to the American people and why should we trust? Terrible question and the phraseology, I didn't lie. What I said is we have to be calm, we can't be panicked. I put the ban on China, so obviously, outwardly, I said it's a very serious problem. And it's always a serious problem. That doesn't mean I'm going to jump up and down in the air and start saying people are going to die, people are going to die, no. And now, new excerpts on race, recorded a month after the police killing of George Floyd. Do you have any sense that that privilege has isolated and put you in a cave to a certain extent as it put me and I think lots of white privileged people in a cave and that we have to work our way out of it to understand uh, the anger and the pain particularly black people feel in this country. Do you no, you, you really drank the Kool-Aid, didn't you? you Listen to you, wow. No, I don't feel that at all. And was asked oh. about systemic racism. Well, I think there is everywhere. I think probably less here than most places or less here than many places. Okay, but is it here in a way that it has an impact on people's lives? I think it is, and it's unfortunate, but I think it is. In Florida, where polls show a dead heat, Democratic vice presidential nominee Kamala Harris blasting the president. We continue to have examples of the fact that this is an individual who is not concerned about the health, safety, and well-being of the American people. All of it unfolding as Bob Woodward himself now facing scrutiny about why he didn't reveal sooner that the president was intentionally misleading the American public about coronavirus it. dangers. Woodward telling the Associated Press, he tells me this and I'm thinking, wow, that's interesting, but is it true? 
Woodward says it wasn't until May that he was satisfied the president's comments were based on reliable information. If uh, he thought that was a bad statement, he would have reported it. He didn't report it because he didn't think it was bad. Nobody thought it was bad. All right, Jeff joins me now. Jeff, the president's national security advisor is now confirming another detail in Woodward's book. What can you tell us about it? Well, National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien said today that he told the president on January 28th in the Oval Office that the coronavirus will be the biggest national security threat you face in your presidency. Wow. But President Trump would continue to publicly downplay the dangers. Wow. Lester? Jeff Bennett, thanks. And Bob Woodward speaks with Savannah Guthrie, a live exclusive Monday on Today. Let's turn now to that wildfire disaster in the West, claiming lives in California, Oregon, and Washington. Combined, the fires have burned an area the size of Connecticut. Miguel Almaguer is on the front lines tonight. Burning hotter, faster, and now more explosive than ever before. Okay, I'm going to pause that right quick, you guys. Now, you see how stuff is coming out, which every individual that had critical thinking and common sense and intelligence to know that if all this was going on in China and it came and it got to the United States, they were serious. And if the WHO, the World Health Organization, say that this is a pandemic, a global pandemic, as a president, I feel it's not so much as you getting the people in panic. You did at one time you shut the, the the country down. Every state, every city had a stay-at-home order, all right? And we stayed at home for, what, six weeks, eight weeks, okay? And those last two weeks that should have been stay-at-home at the end of May, I believe that America could have been in a better state. But no, here we go to president again. We want to open up for Easter. We want to open up in in the in the um fourth of July to commemorate that we are the better country, yada yada yada. And still lives was being taken by this horrific disease, this virus. And now he's gonna say that he didn't want to create a panic. You already created a panic. Look how many almost what? Two hundred and forty thousand lives have died. In the USA alone, you see what I'm saying? If individual was asystematic, spread this thing among individuals that had high risk, and people still dying every day, people are still dying because some type of way, from what I'm told, from the doctor perspective, because I have doctor colleagues, my my daughter is a nurse, and I, I and I have a doctor that's really open and honest and really telling me, um, a servant. Now you know. You looking good, everything, your, your blood work, everything's good, but you're still at high risk, not only because of your uh, remission from cancer, but because of your age. So be careful when you go out. Make sure you keep a mask on, wash your hands real good, and get back inside. This is what my doctor said. And she even saying that this, this is going to be here for a while. So because if... If you knew, as the president knew that this was going to be a daily virus, yes, it could have the 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 checks and balance could have just zeroed out. Okay, everybody, don't charge nothing for nobody. This is we're gonna go back to the olden days. Right now, we know people gotta go and get food and and survive, but I, I need people in home in in the homes. 
At this particular time, we home. We're gonna we're gonna take care of our American people. You'll get you'll get a check at least sixteen hundred dollars every month for three months to make sure that you can provide for your family. Banks, landlords, you can write this off as a loss on your tax return. Waive all mortgage interest fees. You know what I'm saying? It could have been, I mean, like, if you really, and I, I had also have another analysis individual and, and did a projection and a simulation, it could have worked. And, and, and us as U.S. citizens could have been in a better situation. So you up there saying, well, I just didn't want to hop up and down and panic the people. Well, it's not so much you up and down panicking the people because right now you got people getting put out their house right now because of the political uh, tantrums that are being created up in the White House. And I say, you guys, you better get out there and vote them out. Y'all need to get these old Congress people out. It's not just about the president, you guys. Get to that vote, and you don't have to vote a straight ticket. You don't have to vote a straight blue. You don't have to vote a straight red. You can mix and match, because I did it for for um, for the Obama um, election. I didn't vote for no straight ticket. I, I went to each Congress person to see what they stand for. I said, well, you're not going to get my vote. I'm going to vote for this person. Just don't go by the norm, you guys, because that's what they expect. But their agendas are not for the people of America, especially the black and brown people, the black African people. Guess what? The, the, the legislation is not for us. I don't care how they try to walk on water down this situation. If you go look at these laws, as long as they got them laws and they can put them bills up there and become ABCDFG, guess what? They're all puppets to one another, but gay, glory to God. God has his eyes upon the righteous, and he see the wicked, the wickedness of the heart of every man and woman. And when you is affecting God's children, you're affecting yourself. Whatsoever a man soweth, that thing, whatever that is that they are putting out there, they're going to reap it. Oh, white now they ain't worried about it because guess what? They still getting their checks every week. They have their homes. Their children still can eat. You, you understand? Pelosi, you know, even though I felt sorry for her, but she still can go get her hair done. Come on, y'all. Y'all better come on and wake up. Let God be God over your life in the midst of all this because, I, like I said before, it don't matter who get in office. It's going to get worse. Why? Because the American people are not truly surrendering their heart to the true and living God. You can see it on TV. Yeah, they're saying God with us with a doggone AKA rifle in their hand and shooting up protesters and saying white lives matter too. White privilege. Policemen just going crazy all over, even right here in Houston, Texas. My Lord, have mercy. I'm sorry. Every police department need to go back to mental training. 
Because they're too trigger happy. They're too trigger happy. I really believe in my heart. That's why you got the marshals. If somebody is that dangerous, you send the marshals to go and get them. Not no regular police department. And having almost 10, 12 policemen coming in there blazing like they in some type of Clint Eastwood, Eastwood movie. Pop, 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 pop. You don't know who you shooting at. You just shooting. Lord have mercy. That's why they got SWAT. SWAT got to go through intense training. And they will fail if they kill a, a, a civilian unnecessarily. And they got to do their training all over again. So I just had to pause on that part and just express my 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 opinion on what they were saying on that. Now we're going to the wildflowers. I mean the wildfires. That's a whole nother sermon there. Check me out on the next episode. This year's historic and catastrophic fire season turning deadly again. It looked like a bomb went off. In Oregon, half a dozen towns decimated after a harrowing escape and a devastating return. My God, this is our driveway. Entire communities are now gone. Many could not escape the flames, including 13-year-old Wyatt Toffee and his grandmother, Peggy. His life was just beginning. I mean, a child. Lives lost and devastation as far as the eye can see. Everything's a total loss. In Washington state, where one town lost City Hall, its post office, and the fire department, officials confirm a one-year-old is among the dead. I'm in shock. I still can't believe the whole fact that everything around me is gone. With hundreds of wildfires burning in a dozen western states, firefighters say whipping winds and record heat are helping fuel these epic conditions. We joined firefighters in the Sierra National Forest. It seems like an endless fight. Yeah. You know, it is. Uh, it's never going to go away. Crews aren't just battling flames, but the perfect recipe for a fire. This forest hasn't burned in decades. It's bone dry, and it's ready to explode. Across California, more than one million acres burned just this week. Butte County, a massive inferno is threatening the town of Paradise. The same community where 85 were killed by a wildfire two years ago. It feels like the end of the world. It's pretty scary. As apocalyptic scenes play out across the West, tonight inside the burn zone, destruction and loss are mounting. A devastating and historic fire season with four more months left until its official end. A truly desperate Jesus. effort there. All right, Miguel, thanks. Tonight, a grave new warning. My Lord. Verizon engineer, and I'm part of the team building 5G ultra wide Jesus. Well, here we go. I gotta call my uh, apostle. She stay up there in Oregon. Gotta make sure she all right. Lord have mercy. That is just something, huh? I'm telling you. Um, it's a wake up call, you guys. I know a lot of they have. I've noticed that some 
Some preachers trying to downplay it. Some preachers trying to say we're going to be all right. But we're not going to be all right, y'all. We're not going to be. Well, we're going to be all right. Those that call upon y'all. Those that are believers in Christ. Yes, we are going to be all right. Okay? And I'm not going to um, lose no sleep about it. But America as a whole, this country as a whole, is a breathing a breathing ground for repentance. Repent, repent, repent. And it's sad to say that the innocent, okay, have to die because of the sins of others. We want our rights with this. We want our rights with this. We want our rights with the other. We want our, this is how I want to live. This is my lifestyle. I love who I want. I'm going to be who I want. A, B, C, D, F, G. We're going to kill babies. We're going to shoot up children. We're going to have, we're going to have racial issues with the black skinned people, with the brown skinned people. You know, we, we are gods. Okay. God said, okay, you God. Okay. I'm going to show you how much. God, you having you. Let me see if you can handle this. All right. Then let me see all the money that you're trying to squeeze to keep for yourself, hoard for yourself, because it goes with power and all these secret societies, Satanism, all that's active, you guys. The Satanism, Luciferians, secret society, Illuminati, all of these organizations, right? All of these, all of these, um, organization. Okay, Alexa, I got it. Alexa, that stop. Cause she go running and thank you. You know, but you, you guys, you have to open up your minds and really broaden your horizon. Okay. Broaden your horizon from the news. That's why I'm allowing this to play and I'm commentarying on it. And this message is approved by me, Dr. D. <laughs> I approve this message. So you sit there and hear the news, but you don't understand what's going on behind the news scene. All right? They're only showing us what our brain can take. All right? And that's why they keep doing it over and over and over again. It's mind control. Mind snatching, that's what I call it. And so until we return fully in our hearts back to God, who is the true and living God of the universe, the galaxies, the stars, he created the heavens and the heavens. He said the Lord, he said, I am the Lord. The earth is the Lord in the fullness thereof in all they that dwell therein. Everybody, even the animals, the creeping creatures, Everything belongs to God because he created it. Now with that creation, now I have stepped into and pulled out of myself and created an image just like me to walk on the earth, which is human beings. And I want y'all to fulfill the earth, but it's under a condition. The condition is you have to serve me. I want a family. I want worship and praise. That's all you have to do. And with that, blessings going to come your way. But no, and I've experienced not obeying God. And you will feel the repercussion of it until you turn around and repent. 
and change your wicked ways. Confess your sins, change your wicked ways. And we all have wicked ways. Ain't no such thing as, oh, I, I'm a good person, you know. Really? I had saw something on, on television, the, the lady... The lady was saying, I'm a good person. I'm a good citizen. I pay my taxes. I, 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 I help people. You know, and then this um, this, this, the screen came and stopped playing. He said, yeah, you're a good person. But remember when you did this? She killed her own baby and put it on her husband. Her husband wound up going to jail for murder. Her own child. And it showed where the child was crying so much, she got so tired, she suffocated the child with a pillow. Then put the child by the husband to make it seem like the husband rolled over and killed the child, right? And then the husband got arrested, put in jail, sentenced to life, and he wound up killing himself. So she took two lives, not one, but two lives. But she said, I'm a good person. I I, 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 I help people. I, I, You know, so all her life after that happened, it was showing when she was trying to work out her soul salvation, y'all. And the only thing she had to do was go ahead and confess and repent. Wow. That's all she had to do. But because we hide behind our achievements, we hide behind our accomplishments, we hide behind our degrees, we hide behind um, uh, uh, things that we have accomplished that we know for a fact other people haven't done it and we want to show bold and in their face, but we want to do it the humble way or to God be the glory. But in the back of your mind, you know that everything that you did was crooked, manipulative, you betrayed people, you lied people, you took people money, you did what you had to do to get where you are now, and you walking around like you is this really, really holy person, that God is really using me. Look what the Lord has done for me. Who, Lord? Oh, I forgot. You are the Lord. Anybody that say that the Lord is their Lord, they're going to get their heart right. They're going to try to make sure things are right. Between a brethren, like the word of God says. The word of God says, let bring if you have an art against your brother, come together and resolve it. And if it don't, if you can't resolve it, bring someone else as a witness. And if they don't want to get it done that time, he said, Well, dust your feet, dust your hands, and walk away. But you're gonna walk away with forgiveness and love, and you go on your merry way. Now, guess what? All of it is on the other person. And I can preach it because I do it. I've done it. Matter of fact, the past couple of days, I did it twice. Forgave them already. But if a person say, hey, I feel you wasn't there, da-da-da, and they want to leave, they want to go to another agency or another company, what's, what, what can I do? What, what is there for me to do? Like, I, like we was talking. Okay, you made that statement. I'm in a situation. You was, I don't know what your situation was, but it had to be urgent, enough urgency on your end for you to feel that towards me as your as your um, consultant for almost five, six years. And because you couldn't get in touch with me for a couple of weeks, all of a sudden you're just going to like, you know, threaten and... You know, you're going to do this and all this kind of... Whoa, okay, no problem. Pack your stuff up and ship it on to you. Hey, you want your stuff? Hey, here it go. There it is. But God. But God. 
if you really want to get something right, you're going to pursue righteousness. Come on, Holy Ghost. And it goes both ways. And once I pray to the Father, I say, Lord God, I'm in a state of still in a fight for my life. I don't need toxic relationships. I don't need toxic clients. I don't need toxic family members. I don't need nothing toxic about right now. I'm, I'm striving to go forward and walk peaceably among all men, towards all men. But I know I got to keep my own, my own. What shall I do about this situation? And he only fed back to me what I already had in my spirit. Let us reason together. Come on. Yeah, okay. We can talk. We can talk. We're going to talk. But I want to talk face to face. Well, you know, we can't go face to face. So we zoomed. And then I had another individual. I had to settle some, some fires on that end. And praise God, that was settled. And overall, when you think about it, I talked about that the other day, it's not but the devil, you guys. The devil throws smoke screens and distractions and diversions and derailments in our lives to separate individuals from you or apart from you and whatever else. To sow discord, to sow madness, to sow chaos. And you really have to know, like I told another person, I say, if you really knew my spirit, I believe that it would have turned out a little better. And then eventually the other individual say, well, I do, I did, I do and I did know your spirit. That's why I was going to come right down there and find you. I said, well, oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that level of persistency and caring. So overall, you guys, before I let y'all finish, because we supposed to be, I wonder where my daughter is. We supposed to be heading out to the store. It's going to 8 o'clock and pray everything all right. She probably was tired too, because we both was doing a lot of work yesterday. Lord have mercy. But I give God the glory. I got two new customers, y'all, yesterday. Praise the Lord. Whew. I'm, I'm working this thing, y'all, because guess what? You can't depend on, you know, no stimulus. You can't depend on that 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 government money. If it come, praise the Lord, hey, pull it out. Do what you got to do with it. Make sure you take care of your bills, though, y'all. Don't be going out there. I got people, when they had the extra money, they're shopping. Nah, 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 nah. No, that was your time to do what you need to do to better yourself because this we in a whole different world now, y'all. I hope y'all understand that. Everything going electronically. You know, via email, I mean, it's going to be a whole nother, um, another scene now out here in this world. So I had to go and revamp everything. I had to redo everything so it can be conducive to my business. So, okay, I'm in business, so I got to make it conducive through these times. And thank God for my daughter. I gave her a big hug yesterday. I said, oh, thank you, because she suggested some stuff about my website. I checked them old websites down, just paying money for what? I couldn't manipulate the materials and put my information and my, my stuff in there. And now I, I'm just going to say, and I'm going to see if they have an affiliate. Um, GoDaddy really was a blessing to me. 
you know, I went and did the little free thing. But when I called just to ask him about ABCDFG, I had the guy to look at it. He said, oh, that's very good. He said, I really like your website. I said, don't just tell me that because I'm paying y'all. He said, no, Miss Evan. He said, this, this is real good. And I like how you got the appointments. And, I mean, and people don't have to even scratch their head. You're telling them how much it is and da-da-da. I said, well, yeah. I mean, we're in a time. We don't need people to be just saying, okay, I'm going to give you a quote. No, no. This is how much it is. Period. And um, so, um, and he just suggested some other things to make sure that I get the hits on my website. Y'all know what I'm saying? So, see, you have to be proactive in this time. I know I probably went off a little bit from what I really wanted to talk about. Um, and then I'm going to let y'all finish the next part of this um, broadcast about the, um, the coronavirus. But, yeah, we make sure, you have to make sure that God is in the center of your heart and your life, okay? The Boom Factor show, radio show, is here for you. Here for you, okay? I'm here for you. Send me an email if you need prayers. Safe Zone Broadcast has its platform. Um, but some uh, I may have to combine that and just have like a day for teachings for the Safe Zone Broadcast. Because I'm more active on the Boom Factor show because it's an audio diary of my life of every day so you can experience the situation and how you can apply the word of God to what you're dealing with. And in return, you can also see the manifestation of God just showing up like boom, there it is, boom, there it is, boom, there it is. That's where the program come from. Three years ago, I kept hearing this sound in the spirit. And God was telling me, he said, 2020, I'm going to show you something in 2020. I didn't know, and you can go on my Facebook Live, you can go on all my previous um, feeds, and you can see that God was prophesying to us. He was getting us ready. Get your heart right, get your money right, get your, your relationships right. 2020, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to go down in 2020. And look where we at, y'all. Look where we are. And I just thank God that because of all of this here, because the word that he put in my heart for such a time as this, I can stand and really tell you guys that you're going to make it. You're going to go through those fights. You're going to go through them hard times. Dr. D done been through it, still fighting through it, but I'm standing bold and strong in the power of the Lord and know that he has not given me the spirit of fear, but he has given me power, love, and a sound mind. And at this present moment, you need to have a sound mind. Your mental health is so important at this time because even though we are in quarantine, Meaning 50% open here, open there, open everywhere. But as we've been going out, it's like people just say, you know what? Forget the coronavirus. We're going to live our lives. And that's and that's sad, but you can't blame them because they don't have no help. So people got to do what they got to do to take care of their families. But with all that say, you guys, Jesus is Lord. Yahshua HaMashiach is here. And if you just call upon his name, Ask for forgiveness. Repent of everything. Turn from your wicked ways. Humble yourself and pray to the Father God of heaven, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not the God of this world, not the God of Buddha, not the God of um, Karashnishner and all these other trinkets and crystals and, 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 and Luciferian um, signs and stars. Man, y'all better come on now. Because even though it seems like Satan is running rapidly and he is winning a war or winning a fight, 
he did not win the war. He's already a loser. He done lost, y'all. Jesus did that back over 2,000 years ago. He defeated him. He went to hell himself and got the keys from, from this, this, um, well, I was about to say something, y'all. <laughs> he snatched the keys from him. But time, the, but time, the devil knew what happened to him. Hey, Jesus was already gone, ascending back in heavens, in the heavenly realm, wherever that is. And like I always tell people, they say, well, you always be talking about, how you know there's really a heaven? I say, I say, I tell you what, I I may not know that is a heavenly realm out there, and I may not know about the hellish realm out there. But from what I'm reading, I'd rather just be on the safe side and serve and do what I need to do to get in the heavenly realm. Because just in case it's real, I don't want to be in that hellish place. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I do not want to be in that hellish place. You'll be tormented every day. And the sad part about it, you're going to feel it. You're going to know it. And it's agony for eternity. Come on, y'all, for eternity. I don't know why God got me. Them fires, man, stirred me up when I saw it the other day. The earthquakes, the hurricanes, all this trauma, plagues. Boom, boom. God is just giving us a taste. Way back from Exodus with Moses and the Pharaoh in Egypt and how he just came through that with them plagues to try to wake Pharaoh up. So God is saying, I'm trying to wake you up. I'm trying to wake y'all up. I'm trying to wake my creation up. I'm just going to do a little aloud because he's not in that. He done backed up because we have denounced him. Because we have made ourselves God. We are created in his image. And we are the little miniature gods of the true and living God. But don't make yourself so big like we saying not that you have the power to be God. Oh, woe unto you. Woe unto you. No, 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 no. That's not how that go. But he's pleading. The earth is groaning. The earth is expanding and is groaning and saying, where are the righteous? Where are the righteous? I have backed up, but I just need my people to turn their hearts back to me. Turn your hearts back to me. Turn your hearts back to me. Turn your hearts back to me. That's what God is saying. Turn your hearts back to me. All right? All right, this is Dr. D. Hey, I'm here live with the Boom Factor. Glory to God. And some powerful stuff coming up. I'm going to be sharing some stuff. And I'm just going to do what I normally to do. I'm going to sow it out there in the World Wide Web. All over the country, all over the world, the Boom Factor is being tuned into. I appreciate all the new listening audience. Come on, whatever platform you're listening to me on. Spotify, I welcome you. Apple, iTunes, Google, Radio Public. All right, you guys, now we're going here. Let's see what's happening with Fauci, Fauci with this uh, coronavirus uh, issue. Um, just, just an update, which we already know. Uh, the best thing that you can do is do your home remedies. 
I got ginger wood. Take your vitamin C, your zinc. Uh, what else I use? When I make my tea, ginger, ginger wood, lemon, honey. Um, uh, yeah. And then for um, you can add that in your smoothies. Uh, you always you can drink a warm glass. Like when I come in from being out there, I give me some lemon hot water with with ginger in it, and I drink it. Okay, it, whatever you breed while you was out there, whatever it helps um, kill whatever may be in your system. Okay, I'll probably do a little video on that and talk about some uh, home remedies that I have been doing that really have been sustaining me, uh, which is a good thing. I never took a COVID test, but I can tell you what, in March, I really believe I probably had a touch of it because how I felt and all the symptoms, I had every last one of them symptoms. You know what I didn't have? I didn't have a fever. I was always cold. That was the only difference. I mean, I had the aches in the back, headache, uh, vision was bad. I was I was forgetting things. I couldn't remember where I was. Um, everything felt like it was turning. My chest was hurting. It was hard for me to breathe. My back was hurting. My bones was aching. Man, I I just I I felt I was dying, and then it got to that point that I was ready to die. I'm just gonna confess to you guys. That's how sick I was this year. But I had to fight through it and thank God for my children and my daughter, you know. And she had told me, and I think I shared that with you guys uh, maybe last month sometimes. And she had, you know, while I was walking and stuff, now she said, yeah, ma, you was in a bad, I was worried, man. He said, ma, I saw debt all over you. Because she's, you know, she's spiritual, you know. She got that, that mantle from me. She, she, she a prophetic, you know, she a seer. She said, ma, I saw, she said, that look. Was on you how I saw Auntie Aisha. I was like, what? And, and in a way, I kind of felt that way. It's just like, oh, what's going on? You know, I was going through, man, you know, for my job. You know, now I had no resources. And and then, 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 all of a sudden, the Spirit of God sent the ministry angel to me in my sleep. And I don't know what had happened, but I tell you, I had woke up one morning. I felt brand new. I felt like, hey, I got another chance to fight. It's not my time yet. And so I had to pull myself. I literally had to find myself. I, I literally saw myself pulling myself out of myself. You, you kind of, you may not understand what I'm saying, but if you ever been in that kind of situation, you probably understand what I'm saying. Literally grabbing on in the spirit, trying to get out of whatever that was trying to hold me down, that was trying to take me out. And I broke free of that thing. And I can stand before you today, I feel my strength back. I got my fight back. So that's why I'm sticking with you guys and I'm begging and I'm pleading. Don't allow the enemy and the pressures of these worlds and the pressures of your, your the, the pressure of your circumstance and your situation in all fields, authors, entrepreneurs, um, songsters, uh, central workers, essential workers, non-essential workers, whatever you do, parenting, single parents, uh, women after life after 50, uh, widows, please, please, the best is yet to come. It don't look like it, but it's coming. 
It's there already, to be honest with you. It's already among us. But as I shared earlier, God is with us. So if we know that God is with us. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God who created this, 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 this being. The, the, I mean, the guy who, when you go outside, you can see the most beautiful green trees and the flowers and the birds singing. That's the guy who I'm talking about. Okay? The beauty of this world, God created. It's the enemy that you see out here that's doing all this damage. And he all, he happy too. He think he winning, man. He, whoa, he just, oh yeah. See, God done forgot about them. Uh-huh. Come on, y'all. We're going to do some more damage over here. Let's start an earthquake over here. Let's start a fire over here. And he has the influence attached to the personalities of individuals that are in leadership, that are have power and influence. That's who he's clinging on, these principalities to these people personalities. And they're allowing the enemy to use them, and they don't even know. They think it's all about them. You understand? So that's all I want to share my little testimony. Uh, I know I should have did that on Tuesday, but you know, every day is a testimony for Dr. D. I woke up, I saw another brand new day. I give God the glory and praise. But about this coronavirus stuff, Lord have mercy. And I went and called the people to go set an appointment to get a COVID tested. And because I didn't have a fever and they was charging $175 then. You couldn't just go and get a test back then. Right? Remember? They was charging people. I didn't have no money. So I had to ride out. I quarantined myself. And I was in here. Baby, nobody coming in. Nobody going out. I quarantined myself. So I want you guys to be careful. You're going out and about. Make sure you mask up. You know? When you're riding your bike, you're in the park or in your car. Take the mask off so you can breathe, people. I've just seen like why people got their mask on in the car, they by themselves. <laughs> but it just, you know what I'm saying? It's a mental thing. Okay? So that's here what fault you got to tell us, y'all. And tonight they need all the breaks they can get. Lester. A truly desperate effort there. All right, Miguel, thanks. Tonight, a grave new warning from Dr. Anthony Fauci about the pandemic. The day after President Trump admitted downplaying the risk. All this amid new signs Americans are beginning to lose faith in the public health agencies trying to fight COVID-19. Let's get more from Tom Costello. With America's COVID death toll now standing at 193,000, the country's top infectious disease expert today with a stark warning to doctors at Harvard Medical School about what's to come. We need to hunker down and get through this fall and winter because it's not going to be easy. For months, the president has downplayed the risk, even challenging the advice from Fauci and the nation's health agencies. Now, new evidence that the public's trust has been shaken. A Kaiser Family Foundation poll finds 62% of Americans are worried the president's political pressure will lead the FDA to rush a vaccine before yeah. it's proven safe and effective. Yeah. Public confidence in the CDC has dropped 16% just since April. And more than half say they would not get vaccinated if it were approved before Election Day. Yeah. Public opinion divided from Atlanta. If it's available, then I think it's safe. I think 
we should all get vaccinated. Maybe after a few a few more yeah. Yeah, people do it, I wouldn't just jump out there and be one of the first ones. Yeah. To Saginaw, Michigan, near where the president will hold a rally tonight. No, I'd really like to see more research done. I just don't trust it. How, how can they come up with a vaccine so quick? I understand why people may be a little reluctant to say, well, I'm ready today for this vaccine. They want to see the data. So do I. NIH director Dr. Francis Collins insists science, not politics, will lead the way. A lot of it is this concern about maybe they're going too fast. This term Operation Warp Speed may have kind of put people off. It's gotten a little political, the co coalescence of all of these things with the national election probably hasn't helped. Meanwhile, one of the most important messages about wearing face masks to prevent the spread of COVID is being undermined on social media with a call to burn face masks on September 15th. Oh, what? Buster? All right, Tom, thanks. Wow. Let's look now at the growing toll the coronavirus is taking on the economy. Another 884,000 jobless claims filed last week, and the Senate failing today to pass a scaled-down relief bill. Jesus. Stephanie Rule reports that news is especially dire for the nation's restaurants. Yeah, for real. For six months now, Brian Washington Palmer has managed to keep his restaurant, Ruby's Vintage Harlem, afloat. But he's worried about what comes next. When I think about paying my bills for the next six months, I kind of keep my eyes closed. It's going to be a day-by-day, week-by-week, um, let's see what happens. New York City will soon allow indoor dining at 25% capacity. A good first step, says Washington Palmer. But with winter coming, he's concerned it won't be nearly enough for mom and pops like his to survive. 25% dining is maybe four tables, and we think we really can't pay full staff rent all the utilities just on four tables. Nationwide, more than 18,000 restaurants that shut down towards the beginning of the pandemic were closed for good by August. While in Congress, talks over getting more cash to financially handcuff owners remain deadlocked. The longer it takes to cook up a deal, the bigger the fallout. Gabriel Stolman owns several restaurants. If you don't get more government support, then what? There's not a way for our restaurants to survive winter with 25% of our seats indoors, no outdoor dining, and no more government aid. A new survey found 40% of restaurant owners say they were likely to go out of business in the next six months without additional financial help from the government. A dire outlook. We're out there in like whitewater rafting, right? We are trying to navigate some pretty treacherous waters. All this comes as more people want to eat out, but what about the health risks? A new study out from the CDC today says adults who contracted the virus were twice as likely to have dined out in the two weeks prior to getting sick. Lester? Stephanie, thank you. Less than eight weeks until Election Day and only a week before early or mail-in voting begins in more than 20 states, there's a new alert about cyber attacks from Russia, China, and Iran aimed at interfering with the election. Let's get more from Hallie Jackson. The election getting closer with hackers working harder, now escalating their attacks tied to the presidential race, according to a new warning from Microsoft. The company, in a blog post, says Russia, China, and Iran have recently targeted parties, political consultants, and people linked to both the Biden and Trump campaigns. Spokespeople for both campaigns tell NBC News they take cybersecurity seriously and are working against these threats. Microsoft says most of the attacks were detected and stopped by security tools. 
and the nation's cybersecurity agency describes no identified impact on election systems. It's not shocking at all that foreign intelligence services are hacking the presidential campaigns. It's really more a reminder that foreign governments have never stopped interfering in our politics and they will continue to do so right through the fall election. Microsoft's revelations come one day after a whistleblower warning involving, in part, those same three countries accusing the Department of Homeland Security of prioritizing the president's political interests over accurate assessments of foreign election threats. Senior DHS official Brian Murphy says he was asked by Acting Secretary Chad Wolf to stop providing intel reports on the threat of Russian interference and instead focus on China and Iran. Instructions, he says, that originated from National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien. I've never even heard of this guy. I don't know who he is, uh, and uh, it's hearsay. And I don't think there's anyone who's been tougher on Russia in this administration than I have been, or the, the, the president, for that matter, has been. Mark Zaid represents Murphy. Mark, what's your response to that? And if Mr. O'Brien wants to deny it, that's fine. We'll see what Mr. Wolf says. Or others who were in the room. A DHS spokesperson says they flatly deny that there is any truth to the merits of Mr. Murphy's claim and that Wolf and the agency are working to address all threats, regardless of ideology. Hallie Jackson, NBC News, Washington. In 60 seconds, COVID on campus, college students and life inside quarantine. I need a price check on honey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get mad. Get E-Trade and get more than just trade. Boy, I tell you, boy, they come up with all kind of stuff on you guys. Um, wow. See how that back and forth thing is? And businesses struggling that have overhead. That's why I shut mine down. No, y'all not going to get me caught up in that. Mm-mm. Uh, I did it before. I worked at home. You know what I'm saying? Um, just starting out, right? And now it's at a whole nother level, so I have to promote, promote, promote so I can build my business enough where I can have a a a, a lifeline outside of what the government want to do. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So uh, I just need for you guys, as I've been saying all the time, you know, right? You heard it. Um, they're trying to rush this vaccine and... They haven't really been tested, and they have a video from Africa where they are testing. They're literally all out there testing right now, but they had a warning. Uh, I'm going to find this. I can play it on the broadcast that they're saying that the side effects are killing the people. The side effects is worse because you know they got to inject you with COVID anyway, right? That's what the, that's what the, uh, the vaccine is. That's what any vaccine. They have to have those antibodies combined okay so don't even don't forget about that (laughs) y'all they gotta infect you with the disease but they add other things in there so it's supposed to kill off the cells well from what i'm hearing and seeing on youtube just go google it on youtube um testing being covid tested in africa they say the people are getting sick and they're dying why they not sharing? Why is why why are they not sharing that? Now they showing they showing people on this side, but remember when they do these testings, they have a placebo and they have the real thing. The placebo is a nut bull, like Celine. I'm trying to I'm trying to understand why they do that anyway, but it's just Celine, okay? So it's a mindset, right? I believe 
that they're using placebo for America and they're doing a real thing over there. And these people are getting sick and they're dying. And when I get back from the store, I'm going to pull it up and I'm going to put it on my broadcast so you, so you guys can understand. And I think out there in Brazil, my, my listening audience out there in Brazil, I think they're testing out there by y'all too. It's Africa and Brazil that they're doing testing and it's not looking good. So I'm going to holler at you guys later. They're talking about the school now. That's why I told my God child and my, 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 um, my, uh, my nephew, uh-uh, do your school at home, online. Do it online because they really don't know what's going on. So to save yourself, do it online. All right, that's another little excerpt from Dr. D talking about coronavirus. It's already real. It ain't getting real like Carter B say. It is real. All right, y'all. Coronavirus on college campuses. Many sick students living in isolation. Others fending for themselves. Here's Gotti Schwartz. Over the last eight days of isolation, Zion Glover gets a knock on the door and breakfast in a bag. That's my meal, I think. The NYU student says at the beginning of September, he got a call from a campus COVID response team telling him to pack his things. They told me basically I tested positive and I had like two hours to get everything I needed to have and uh, get out of the building. Ever since, he's been living in this small room. His only instructions, don't come out of quarantine until we call you and say it's safe. They didn't leave me a number to call if I needed to figure out how I'm getting out of here. I basically have to wait for them to contact me. With 50,000 students wow. who have tested positive so far, even wow. some who are trying really hard not to get sick by Dang. isolating as much as possible are coming down with the virus. I felt like I was following the new guidelines even before they were put in place. University of Missouri freshman Victoria Seaver came down with COVID-19 within days of starting school. Damn. When she was moved to isolate at a hotel, this video she posted went viral. So now you just don't have dinner. Like, here's my dinner. Since then, she says the school sent meals regularly, but... Did you feel safe in the place that your school put you in for quarantine? No, not, not in the slightest. <laughs> now she's isolating at her parents' house while her family's away. Experts say colleges need detailed plans to manage sick students, even though their risk of hospitalization is low. The worst thing they can do is send students, you know, to their home, you know, um, right. uh, communities. And that is dangerous because what you're doing is you're going to help spread the d- disease. Yes. As for Zion, NYU tells us his experience is at odds with their protocol. And late today, he got a call clearing him to leave isolation tomorrow. Gotti Schwartz, NBC News. Legendary British actress Diana Rigg has died after a battle with cancer. Rigg rose to fame in the classic 1960s series The Avengers. She also starred in the 1969 James Bond movie On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Later in life, she made a whole new generation of fans with her role on Game of Thrones. Rigg was 82. And up next, a soldier's remarkable heroism about to be honored. Finally, a soldier's life-saving bravery and heroism in Iraq and the highest honor he's about to receive. Here's Richard Engel. In October 2015, northern Iraq was an ISIS stronghold. The militants killing and kidnapping anyone who opposed them. We all witnessed the mass atrocities and that ISIS was committing. And it's one that can be compared to you know, Nazi Germany at the time.
Sergeant Major Thomas Payne was part of an elite U.S. Army special ops team sent to free dozens of hostages. If we didn't action this target, then the hostages would probably be executed. So they had already dug graves to, to bury them in? Wow. Yes, sir. Payne and the team choppered in, landing next to the ISIS prison, a compound with two low buildings. At wheels down, he says, all hell broke loose. It's at nighttime. We're in an intense firefight right off the bat. Uh, there's smoke and dust everywhere. And worse still, Master Sergeant Josh Wheeler is killed during the operation. And Master Sergeant Josh Wheeler put the hostages' lives above our own. No time for grief. Payne rushes into the ISIS prison. The militants inside shooting and detonating their suicide vests. So the building starting to collapse. We have hostages inside. We're being engaged by the combatants. Payne and the other commandos push on and free the Iraqi hostages, far more than they expected. See your faces light up. Some are crying. Some are happy. Um, There's a mix of emotions. Some of them realize they're being liberated. In this video, you can see Payne checking if the building is all clear. How many hostages did you and the team manage to get out of these two buildings? In the first building, I believe it was 37, wow. and the other building was 38 hostages. Dang. The building that was on fire, that was collapsing. For his bravery and sacrifice, Payne will receive the Medal of Honor yeah. tomorrow yes. on 9-11. What I can say is that wow. I've had the honor and privilege to serve with the greatest men and women of the 9-11 generation. Richard Engel, NBC News. And that's nightly news. Before we go, a programming note. Alexander Vindman, key witness in President Trump's impeachment inquiry, speaking out exclusively in his first ever TV interview right mm. here on Monday. Thank you for watching, everyone. I'm Lester Holt. Please continue to take care of yourself and each other. Good night. Hey, NBC News. Well, this is Dr. D. Following up behind the news on the boom factor. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and take care of yourself. You're going out, mask up. Have your sanitizer with you, your hand wipes and all the other good stuff, your gloves, everything that you need to protect yourself, okay? All right, you guys. I'm about to bounce out of here to go to the store. You're kind of running late. But... From what I'm told, the the baby had to get taken care of. Frank's new you thick know. sauce is still the perfect blend of so, flavor and heat. Now with new flavors in my little So you can still put that shit on everything, but in a whole new way. Get that off of here. Watch. Yep. These some good vibrations while I'm gone. So when I come back, I can get ready to rock and roll. All right, you guys. I love you all. Y'all take care of yourself. Take care of each other, okay? Take care of each other. God bless you.